What are we doing here right now? Why are we here right now? How did we get here? What is the purpose of us being here? Was this meant to be? These are just some of the millions of questions that I and perhaps even people like you ask yourselves every single day of this one opportunity that we have of life. This episode today on High Voltage with Dele, I am your host, Dele, talks about how I go about questioning. And I'm going to do it twofold. I'm going to do it in the context of as if I was talking to, you know, a guest where I'm interviewing them, right? And I've brought on plenty of great guests and and I've said it to them before. I'll say it here again. I do really appreciate all the time in which they've given to me, given to this podcast, to just sit down, have a conversation. It was probably at least an hour and maybe even two hours because I like to get them warmed up. And I'll discuss that. But they still took time out of their schedule. And again, I'm very grateful for that. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to be in front of a microphone. But they were okay with it. And they were happy to give them some of their time. So I, so I really do appreciate that. But also, I want to go into not not just interviews. And don't and don't and don't get me wrong. It could definitely be very helpful to interview someone. Maybe you become a manager. You had to interview a job candidate, right? So I don't want to just say in the context of yeah, interviewing people and then just move on because it can still apply. It's not like oh, you have to get a podcast and then bring on guests to it. No. Interviewing people can be very much, a lot of people could do it. It just depends on, on the context. And, and, I'll, and I'll get to that, you know, the questions and what you ask. But also, just going about daily life. I mean, I walk around the house. I walk around outside. I, I ask questions, you know. it's it, You talk to yourself, right? And most of the time when you're talking to yourself, it usually ends in a form of question. So... Without further ado, let me just go bail in, into it. I don't want to spend so much time on it. Everything has to do with time, honestly. It's it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, the biggest things we talk about, money and time. I wonder why that is. No, I don't need to ask that question. We all know the answer to it. But the first thing I have, before I get into either one, talking about life and talking about interviews, and this is just overall just how to, how to question, or at least how I go about question because i know you can look that up on the internet how to question and literally the internet supplies you with plenty of answers billions of answers to billions of questions but this is how i i, I go about it. and there might be a few things i miss it, it's it's very hard to get deep with something and then actually to to really step back and think about how did i just do that so as, as a f- philosophical i'm going to try my best and don't don't I'm not going to just let that slide. We are, you can definitely be a philosopher. There are a lot more philosophers out there than, than just you know Socrates and Plato and, and all those guys from, the BC era, right? Like I did an episode about that. You could definitely check that out on Spotify. So the first thing I have, like I was saying, is how, and why. Those two are the best questions, and I've talked about this plenty of times before, on this platform it is because you want to get down to the root of what you want to know 
get to the bottom of it. I mean, I'll put it in the simplest form possible. You are on the first floor. You get to floor 10. There is no way that you can go from floor 1 to floor 10 without starting at floor 1. You can't just start, oh, you know what? I'm going to walk into the building. I'm going to be at floor 5. It doesn't work like that. You have to have a starting point. That starting point is the root of an event, of a, of a context, a situation, a problem. It's the beginning of something. And most of the time, when you are asking a question, it is because you want to know something. And there's no better way to getting that knowledge, the knowledge in which you want to acquire now, is to start from the beginning. Where does not do that? And, I don't, and I'm not sure if it ever will. Maybe you could say when. When could potentially tell you the time in which it got started. And maybe what. But how and why really gets into the beginning of it. How it came to be. Right? Why was this put in place? Who would, who would tell me who's in charge? Who were responsible for it? It kind of tells you like. The, the leader, the, the, the chain, the leader chain. Of course, when it comes to where, when it comes to when, when it comes to who, those are kind of like specific details within what you want to know, but doesn't really get you down to the root of what you know. Like if you want to know like the process of, of photosynthesis, right? You could get all the information of when that was discovered, who discovered it, you could say even where was this found or where was this process, but the how and the why get into how was this discovered. You could say something like, why did it take so long for this to get discovered or why does this make sense? And maybe, maybe those two why questions kind of go together, but there's a purpose with each of those questions, the how, why, where, when, what, etc., so that's what I'll start with. If I'm going to hone in on going down to the root, I'm going to double down right now. Because before getting into these two, I'm probably asking that question a lot of the time. So in life, again, it could be in any context, right? You know, just you, yourself, and the rest of the world. How I go about it, and I'm not the only one, just embrace talking to yourself a lot. And we do it, you know, like, you might ask yourself, what the hell's going on over there? It's just as simple as that. It, it just comes out of you. And sometimes you don't even recognize it. It's just like an instinct. You ask yourself, like, who, who's that person over there? Like, because there might be a crowd of people or they kind of look familiar. Or maybe you're driving, right? You might say, why is this person going too slow? Or you could just say, like, if you feel like you're lost, where where am I going? Like, you just, you just have to embrace talking to yourself mostly and i and i definitely say it because i i i'm not really sure if it's it's like if i like being by myself but i definitely am by myself for the most part and i'm not sure that's by choice or by habit but still at, at the end of the day you know and i've said this uh, I, I did an episode on this actually where just i kind of treat myself as kind of like two beings i have you know i the person who's talking to you right now and the imaginary person where it's also me 
but it's kind of like I, the person who's talking to you, ask the imaginary me a question, and then that imaginary me kind of like reciprocates an, an answer so that it's almost like I'm always with somebody, but at the end of the day, I'm just with myself because I know myself the best. And trust me, the person or whoever you're with, you should want them to know you the best because then they treat you the best because they know how to treat you. If you think talking to yourself is weird, first of all, I'm not sure there's been studies, but I've heard that, you know, it actually means that they're smart people. So it's not like I'm telling you to do it and it makes you smart, but it's a tendency that I wouldn't be surprised that smart people do because it's a way to kind of let things out almost like like some people have to take notes or write things down this is like a way to do that kind of like in the air kind of like put in the oblivion almost like jotting notes in your head but you have to do it through talking so that's just something that you have to embrace if in fact you're not doing it already and then the second the second thing is just you just never have to stop asking questions and for me i I don't (laughs) It's 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 not like I tell myself, yeah, you're asking too many questions. Like, you better calm down. No. It, but I kind of had to think about it. I had to step back and say to myself, well, if I'm trying to express this to this audience today, the audience in which is, is you, the listener right now, how would I, you know, kind of like frame this kind of uh, this kind of thing? Because I don't really think about it. I just, ask my, I just ask questions. But that's the thing. I don't stop asking questions. So just be comfortable be confident in yourself and therefore in this case your questionability the fact that in life you're just talking to yourself you can ask as many self as many questions as as you want or just put it out there in the oblivion in the abyss it's not a bad question you know why because no one's out there to judge if it's a bad question you know so that's that's the the main thing it's really just yourself that that I'm talking about you can ask yourself a question out loud and someone nearby accidentally thinking it might be for them that can I could definitely see happening but whether it's in your mind or whether it's out loud it's a it's a tendency it's an it's an instinct that you that once you get a hold of it's kind of it's a part of you and it's I don't want to say easy to stop or control but it, it's really a good thing and you're not ever hesitant to ask yourself a question or ask a question because nothing's untouchable then everything's on the table we live in this life we we have this opportunity on earth nothing should be off limits as to why we shouldn't know it because we should why not and here and here's a big thing really huge this is the third thing don't just ask just to ask okay you gotta dive deeper right like when i say never stop asking questions you might say okay i'm gonna ask a bunch of questions but it's not a no one's keeping track of score here. You have to have a reason. You need to have some kind of a purpose to ask a question. You, you need to, kind of like the questions, kind of need to go together. And I say kind of because it's, you, you could easily get distracted, so then they won't be. But in some way, I feel like they have to be somewhat continuous in thought. So that's where it's like, the more questions you ask, it's, it's, it's not like a good or bad thing. But then what's, you know, what's behind it? And I would assume when you're asking more questions, you're trying to get deeper in something. So that's that's kind of, that's a, a big thing. It's just continuing your thought and and not being satisfied, right? And that's actually the fourth thing I, I, I would like to get to. The way in which 
I ask questions. The kind of like my reasoning, like why I ask as many questions as I do. You gotta ask them as a, a, you got questions to me. It's kind of like it, it, it's a way to say that you're just not satisfied as to how something is. If you ask questions in this way, I feel like it's much better because you're not necessarily looking for like answers, right? It's it's almost like you're just skeptical and you're just you're you're hungry. You want to figure out more. You want to dive deeper because if you ask questions looking for answers that's going to drive you insane you won't get many the fact that you're just you know for the most part by yourself who else is there for you to answer them so that's really the main thing you were it's it's there just to say okay i am not satisfied with this if i just leave it as is i gotta either remind myself if you really want to go into the research you know whatever or just kind of put it in the back of your mind, thinking that maybe it could apply later, or it could just be like some of you just hypothetically or rhetorically, rhetorically ask, and then just stash it away. Probably thinking that maybe it won't come up again. Maybe something that you won't come across again, or maybe something that you know just happens specifically for this day. Who knows? But this isn't rocket science here. We're not looking to solve the world here. We're just going about daily life. So when it comes to life and when it comes to that, that's mainly all I, all I can say in regards to how I go about questioning, how my mindset, how I how I approach it. And I try to condense it because I, I don't want to make it too long and, there, and therefore, you know, make it more confusing. And especially when I already did, I want to get into the interviewing aspect, but just, just, and I, and I tell you this authentically, just be yourself. I'm a guy that really loves questioning. I'm a guy that, you know, just... Like I said, want to get to the bottom of things or just getting more knowledge or just, I guess, maybe letting other people know, letting maybe myself know that, hey, this thing, I have no idea how how it got here or, you know, why it's here, whatever, but I am not satisfied with it just being as it is. I got to know, like those answers, the, the, I got I to gotta know, and I'm okay with not knowing the answer. Because it's almost like in, in, in court, in a trial, it's like, you know, you get something like, can I have that noted, Your Honor? Like maybe something doesn't go your way. Maybe you, you want to eject or, you know, whatever. Well, I want my ejection to be noted. That's really the main thing. It's it's to be noted. Maybe it comes up again. Maybe it doesn't. But at least in that moment's time, in your mind, it was noted. And in my opinion, that's big. I mean, you hear it all the time. I want a voice. You know, I want... I want to stand out well in your mind and in your within yourself. You do. You don't let that thing go. You don't. You don't pass and just say like, oh, you know, that could be, that could be an outlier or that could be, you know, something strange. Where well, damn it, why? So it's just it just depends on how your brain's wired, and that's just, I guess how uh, how minds minds is. But but yeah, again. You know, if, if you don't like doing this, then you won't do it. But if you are someone who does, maybe you're a bit shy about it, just embrace it. Embrace who this is who you are. And if people judge you about it, screw them. I mean, it's your life. Obviously, you have me to confine, but also now you hear me. This is what I do. This is literally my life. I ask questions all the time. 
Sure, I try to adorn myself, but even then, I still ask questions because life happens. Life happens all the time, every day, every minute. We go to life, life comes to us. There's plenty of things to ask questions about. That's the beauty of life, too. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Asking questions should be a blessing, and learning is never-ending. So now let's get into the interview aspect. If you are in a position where you are the one asking questions, the first thing I like to do is to get the person you're with to warm up. So that could be before the questions you want to ask, and in my case, it would be before recording. This could be done, you know, with, with small talk or with questions to kind of, like, introduce themselves. Nothing big, right? No, the, the questions you want to ask, you know, and I'll, and I'll get to that in, in a second. But mainly the main things you want to talk about, save them for a few minutes or something like that. Like, it's a conversation. It's not life or death here. Just getting them to, especially when you're talking about two people that haven't talked to each other in a long time, such could be some of the people I brought on, right? Like, with Mike, I haven't talked to him for for, for years. And then, you know, saw him in bar and, you, and, you know, we, we were talking easily, right? Or it could be with someone that you've never met before. But you want to get them comfortable. You want to get comfortable yourself. Like you want to get acclimated to what is about to to happen. Which is an interview. So that's probably something that many people don't do. I personally like to. Just because it kind of is reminiscent to you know starting up a car. Especially when it's cold out. You want to have that car like rev its engine up for not just a minute but like three minutes four minutes the same it's the same thing here you want to get have some familiarity you want to get comfortable with the person build some chemistry before getting to the tough questions the questions that you know you or require some thought the questions that that you may not have an answer to questions that really determine whether or not you might be the right candidate for the, for the job so that they're, they're very much impactful so I think warming up is definitely the best case to go if, in fact, you are in that position of interviewing someone. So then you need to ask them the questions, right? But but before that, I, I don't want to jump ahead of myself because I, I did say, okay, before you ask the question, you got to warm up, right? The problem is, is that unless you want to wing it, and don't get me wrong, I like winging it. I really do. Like, think about what I was just talking about with the daily life, just I'm just going about my business, you know, whatever. And just all these questions just keep coming up to me, right? When it comes to an interview, I probably could wing it. And it feels natural to, to have, to, to let things come to you. The, there is a risk to that, though. You might come up empty-handed and there might be some awkward silence. And definitely, if you know me, I don't like dealing with awkward. But it's, for me, better to plan out what questions you want to ask. So that you have kind of like a sheet of, okay, this question is for like this reason. Like it kind of reminds you what questions you want to ask rather than like if you're winging it, you need to tackle questions. You don't want to forget to ask those questions. But the reason why I like to wing it is because I don't want to treat it as if it's a script, right? So that's really my my second piece of advice here is that you do want to plan what questions you want to ask. But don't treat it like a script. A lot of the questions that I dealt with, with the guests that we had on this podcast, sometimes I didn't ask every question that was on there. And I'll tell you, 100% of the time, I did not read 
every question that was on the sheet all the time. The questions I asked were on the sheet, but then there was definitely questions that weren't on the sheet because sometimes questions come up based on a certain answer that you couldn't have predicted or anticipated beforehand. So like if I if I had 10 questions talking to Scott, I, I, I interviewed him dealing with, with the music and stuff. There's, there's a lot of things that could come out of his mouth that there's no way that I could, you know, predict and say, okay, he's probably going to answer it this way, so this would be a good question to ask. No, you need to let the interview then come to you. If he answers a question and part of his answer is very intriguing and you want to follow up on that, you have all the leeway in the world to do that. Now, you do have to be considerate of time here and some cases with me I was not but in some cases I was sometimes I had to hold off and it had to be like an hour sometimes I was looking at the clock and so that okay you know what I'm going to try to cut this off after 90 minutes so you do want to be considerate of that and their time and of and of course your time but I think this is the biggest piece of advice here is that definitely write down what questions you want you want to ask Mainly because you don't want to forget, and also it kind of remind, it kind of gives you that sense of like, okay, I'm asking this question for this, and you know the this it, it and you do want to order it properly. Like one question should lead to another question, you know they should go congruently, like they should be pierced together. It's not, it shouldn't be like a maze where you know you're asking one question about about this. And then the next question has nothing to do with that. And then the next question has nothing to do with that. And then the next question has to do with the first one. So, like, it doesn't add up, at least in the way in which most people would prefer or understand. So that's where, when you're asking questions, think about, okay, what questions do I want to ask? How do I want to order them? Instead of putting down on the sheet 10 questions, do I want to, you know, make it eight because then it gives me a little bit more leeway to follow up on an answer if it's, you know, very much intriguing or interesting and something that I would like to know more of, which of course depends on their answer. So that's kind of the thing. Things that you might not think about, but things that I definitely have, because I'm like the host. I'm the host of this show, so I, I kind of need to choreograph a little bit. Partially it has to do with time, but also I, I, I worry about the content. Like I wanted to makes sense right i don't want to sound incoherent right i'm just being honest so i try i so i try to do my best in all aspects as the interviewer and hopefully this and hopefully that this really helps you because so i think it's the biggest thing i'm going to say in terms of this aspect on this episode the next the next thing and then this does depend on what the topic is or what your job is like such as a reporter do not ask leading questions because then it kind of shows what way you are thinking or which way you lean on a certain matter. You have to keep in mind your audience, which actually applies to the next thing I have to, I have to say. But you also want to keep in mind with who you're interviewing, right? You don't want to make them look bad, and that better not be in your, your attention and also, you don't want to get them in, in any kind of trouble, but especially with you. So, like, the wording of questions 
is very important. Like, you need to have good chemistry. You need to have a good bond at least for an hour. So if it definitely gets, like, I don't know, political, and it kind of, like, you have a leading question, which shows either you're biased on something or shows, like, what side you're on, that could definitely make things very interesting for the interviewee. But also then, again, for your audience, like, you have to be neutral and, and you have to have a natural purpose an authentic purpose which now I'll, I'll just say i'll go into the next thing frame questions that display the purpose of the interview such as entertainment for example or it could obviously be to inform i don't think an interview could really persuade i guess you could you know bring on an expert and depending on those questions it could be for whatever you're arguing for a hypothesis that you agree with or it could be you know it could go back to politics like for a candidate or a party or whatever but hopefully you were them in the way in which shows to the audience and to the interviewee kind of like okay this is what we're this is what we're doing and why we're doing it and when i mean frame it kind of has to do with the order of the questions could also have to do with you know the wording itself but it also could be the explanation behind it like in this in this i get into a, a little bit of trouble with this like sometimes i ask a question and then i kind of go into explaining mode as a kind of like set up like why i'm asking this like kind of like the background to it and you need to be careful of that because the, it, you're not being interviewed right it's not about you it's about them so you need to lessen the amount of time you're talking. Really, when it comes to interviews, the main thing why I love doing it on this podcast was because for the most part, I'm the one talking. You guys hear me talk right now. Mainly, it's me doing episodes like this. But I, I wanted to, to do two things. Number one, engage in a different mode where I talk for a little bit, give myself a break, and learning or hearing from a different perspective that's not just mine and then the second thing is just listening listening i don't want to just hear myself talk obviously i'm doing that right now as we speak as i speak but hearing someone else's voice having a conversation with them and then being able to share that with you is something i'm always going to appreciate so again if you can do so in a condensed kind of way your, your explanation then yeah i'm all for it but also, like I said, you have to be careful not just with how how long you're talking, but also when you do it. Like I hear all the time, like someone asks a question, they explain, and they have to re-ask that question again. It's better just to kind of like explain, kind of like the background, kind of like, okay, this happened first, this sets up why I'm asking this question, then ask the question. Don't repeat questions. No one wants to hear yourself repeat. I don't want to hear anybody repeat. I find it very annoying. So go into your explanation if that if you really feel like the person needs the background, the context before they get asked the question, before answering the question, then 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 fine, you can explain it. Do so before and then ask the question. Because it's just weird that you ask a question, they haven't an answered because you're explaining, and then you ask again. And that's something I've done before. It's something that I haven't been able to apply to future interviews, but I will try next time. 
and hopefully something that you guys can take away so that you don't do the same mistake. And then lastly, just with with everything, I might have even said this talking about life in general, but you got to ask all kinds of questions, right? In an interview, you want, you want to get to know them a little bit so the audience can get a feel for who they are. You also want to, you know, they're human beings, right? So it could be someone famous. It could be someone that's just a neighbor or a friend of yours. And you kind of like, let's go all over the place, you know? Like, that's why I had some of those random questions. Like, you know, like, what was, what, what's your favorite breakfast? Or what's your, what's your go-to hobby? Or like, what's something that a lot of people don't know about you? Like, those kinds of uh, questions or in the midst of the interview, you know, okay, you may talk about, their main thing may be economics, but then they may have a sports team or you may talk about a little bit with movies or maybe they've heard your podcast before and they want to discuss something that you've just, uh, that you talked about before. Like that's, that's the thing. You can bounce around. The main, if you want to talk about their area, their focus of expertise, that could take up 60%, 65% of the interview but it doesn't have to take up a hundred. It could be okay. Introduce yourself. Let's get into your area. Let's bounce around your your personal life, things that you like to do, things that you like talking about. Wrap up with going back to your area, your focus, something along those lines. You know, and I always like to give the interviewee the final word. N- not like they're the last person talking. Period. But always give them a chance to sign off to the audience. So. Just all things to consider here, all things that hopefully you you can try to take away, apply in your life, especially when, I don't know where we would be today if it wasn't without questions. Now, I know the interview aspect, a little, it's a little bit out there because it's not like you have to interview someone, right? But in a way, an interview is a conversation with somebody, which we all have with people. We're, we're conversational. We're good talking to people. It's just, it's being applied to something. So in this case, it's being applied out to a specific medium, which is a podcast. When it comes to a job interview, someone has to judge, okay, is this person getting a second interview? Do they move on to the next round? Do we offer them a job? Like, there's, there's something to that conversation that applies but really again it's just a conversation but also there's intent with it not all conversations you know you you ask a boatload of questions because usually it's one-sided one person's talking one person's asking questions one person's asking for permission the other one is granting it so it the dynamics are a little bit different than just a typical conversation but still when it comes to questions and you get to that moment in time where you do have to ask people questions because of again the role in which you are in then you're, you're going to take a lot from this episode today and hey if you want to talk about questions itself i know i could have gone that route you know just talking about like the essence of a question what really makes up a question you know like just really getting to the thick of questioning by route I, I took it this way and i don't have any regrets about that i really like reflecting upon just a little bit about my life and a little bit with what I did within this podcast which was interviewing people like I said I, I really do thank all the guests that came on I do like, and and I mean even the first guest that 
that came on, right? Greg, you know, the first episode, and then Sam eventually came on. Both those guys helped put this together. Always want to thank them for that. And you, the listener, I mean, you guys are are great, tremendous. I do it for you, and I don't know what podcasts wouldn't be for for the listener, for the audience. Like if it if it isn't, then that's just an abomination. But either way, I'm out. I'm done. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We got a lot of content. Please check it out. Enjoy the rest of your lovely day, and never stop. Never settle. Keep asking those questions. Thank you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.